Good afternoon. Welcome to Business Buzz. I'm Harold Littlejohn, CPA. I'll be your host for the next hour of hopefully entertaining, enlightening, educational business and business-related news and commentary with a special peace of mind segment at the end of today's show. The filing season for 2020 taxes is finally completely over. That ended October 15th. My office, though, always has work year-round. There's always catch-up work. There's old old years. I've been getting calls from new clients recently. I'd say the two biggest tax topics lately are we're getting fire money from PG&E finally. What is the taxability of it? That's probably the number one question. The thing about those clients is the they're sort of special. Here's the way it works. When I get a tax client to do their income tax, I try to keep the fee as low as possible. Now, one way that I keep the fee as low as possible is this, and this is a little different than some other businesses might think. Uh, some businesses would be able to think this way, but tax preparation businesses can definitely think this way. I say to myself, is this the type of client that I can help for the next five or 10 years? If so, I don't need to charge a high price the first year because I can make I can make a fee helping this person for the next five or 10 years, which means I don't have to gouge him right now. When you think about an attorney practice, some attorneys I'm sure have a lot of customers that have to come back all the time. But a lot of attorneys would have practices where they're going to see these people once. I'm thinking like a trust and estate attorney where they set up a trust for the family. Uh, obviously, the family would come back when they need to uh, change or amend their trust. And obviously, they'll have people coming back probably when someone passes away and the beneficiaries have to administer the trust. But it's not going to be an annual visit. Now, dentists would, of course, have repeat customers if they do a good job because everybody knows they're supposed to go to the dentist twice a year. But what I'm trying to say is that I can make my fee more reasonable when I figure that the odds are I'm going to be seeing this person again for a few visits over the next few years. My point of bringing that up is that these new clients that have PG&E money coming in this may be a one-time deal. These these could very well be taxpayers that really don't need the help of a tax professional like a CPA or an enrolled agent, but they do need him this year. That is fine. If I have time, I'm going to try to help as many as I can, and I always offer a free initial consultation so I can talk to them over the phone and they don't have to worry about getting a bill from me. My point is, I might not be able to give them a reasonable fee because if I know I'm only going to see them once, it just isn't worth it for me to try to give them a, a low rate, is which I, I always try to give everybody a, a reasonable fee based on the fact that I'll hopefully know them for the next, now in the old days I would have said 20 years, but since I'm, well, I guess I, since I'm on the backside of 30, as that one song would say, or... How about in the autumn of my life? I mean, I'm not that far along, but I don't plan on sitting at my desk for another 20 years, but I could easily do another five or 10, which I'm planning. 
that's how I can keep my fees reasonable and give people the best service I can give them and not gouge them because I'll never see them again. That was my point of that. Oh, that the number one tax question these days is, I have fire money coming. Uh, is it going to be taxable? I'd say the number two thing that I get calls for are people who, for whatever reason, are behind in their filing and they have more than one back year to get caught up. I've had a couple people with probably back to 2014. I've got one I'm working with uh, that's going to be back to 2011. The problem is if you're non if you're a non-filer there's no statute of limitations. In other words, if you skipped filing for a year but you were supposed to, the IRS can come back at you at any time. There's no time limit on them coming on coming back with at you and saying you have to file. That's why it's so important to always keep a copy of your filed tax return in case anyone ever says you didn't file. Of course, you can also for those of you with earned uh, wages and self-employed earned income that the Social Security Administration if you they used to send these in the US mail, I would get one every year or two. I believe now uh, I'm not old enough for Social Security yet. But I believe that now you can go online in your portal at Social Security. But if you see that all of those years have your wage earnings in each year and there's no blank years with a zero, that does pretty much mean that you have filed your taxes all those years because they get that directly from, well, I'm not sure if they get it directly from the IRS, but they get it from the Social Security Administration. And I think it corresponds with the IRS, but... Honestly, I don't really know. I uh, I just want you to know that if you ever have a year that you didn't file that you think you might have been supposed to file or required to file, uh, it's a good idea to go ahead and get that old year filed because you don't ever want them to come back and say, oh, hey, you missed 2015 and now, uh, now you can't get that car loan or that home loan or whatever messes you up on that. That was just a thought I had. But that's probably the most common call I get. The first most common would be the first one, the fire thing, and that's just unique to our area. The second most common would be old years that need to be filed. I'd say the third most common is young, not necessarily young, but first-time self-employed people, maybe people who lost their job during the pandemic and they are figured out a way to be self-employed. This also happens to people who are working for DoorDash and Uber. I'm not sure if they've all converted to W-2s or not, but those were self-employed people, and they needed a lot of help. So, yeah, the three main helps people need right now is the fire victims and what is their money going to look like as far as taxability. The number two would be people needing to file old years, and that's, that's been that way forever. I mean, there's always people who are got, get behind for one reason or another. And number three would be the the new self-employed person who has no idea what that's going to do to their tax filing. And I will say they're very smart for calling somebody. It's okay to try to do your own taxes if you're simple with W-2s and not much else. I honestly think that once you're self-employed or you have rental property, you missed 2015 and now uh, now you can't get that car loan or that home loan or whatever messes you up on that. 